Today, we're going to start the session with a conversation with Osai Egaro, Managing Partner at Ripple VC. Osai, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Osai, let's start by introducing our audience to you as well as to Ripple VC. Tell us about yourself as well as, well as about the mission and vision of Ripple VC. Yeah, um, so Ripple Venture Capital um, is an early stage uh, firm, and our focus right now is partnering with exceptional uh, founders across the continent of Africa who are building companies uh, that are solving solutions uh, or building solutions and uh, data discovery and diagnostics, uh, data security, um, <clears throat> process automation, and operational intelligence, which covers you know, competitive uh, competition monitoring or uh, space intelligence. It's more of a catch-all. Um, it's uh, so we're a small fund, uh, $10 million fund, and uh, yeah. So we're looking to the, the, the main goal here is to the, the vision, the grand vision here is to uh, propel the continent of Africa to the forefront of innovation, and we're doing that by partnering with the absolute best entrepreneurs on the continent and working with them and giving them access to uh, corporate partners and a large pool of high-quality mentors to help them build their businesses and grow and add value. Can you talk a bit about what's going on in Africa? So since you are investing in this space in Africa, there must be activity in Africa. Uh, yes. Like, how many such entrepreneurs are there? And when you say Africa, where do you see which continent? I mean, which not which country? What kinds of areas are, are the concentrations of entrepreneurs in your category? Yeah, it's a great question. So there's a remarkable um, level of activity in Africa today, um, and just over the past four or five years, it's grown exponentially. Uh, depending on the data source that you uh, look at, um, either over a billion or over two billion was raised for the first time on the continent last year, from you know maybe 100 to over to about 250 deals, uh, and that's and and in 2018 I believe it was about half of that, uh, about half a million. So the growth is just been ridiculous over the past few years. Uh, quite recently, especially in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of focus on the fintech space, um, made popular by a few well larger uh, fintech startups. Um, so we're seeing a lot of those. Um, but the areas that we choose to focus on are products that are AI-driven. Um, and where we see the opportunity is in drug discovery and uh, and diagnostics uh, and of course process automation um, and absolutely uh, data security um, and like I mentioned operational intelligence and related areas. So let's uh, drill down a little bit on each of those areas. Um, FinTech, of course, we've we know about what happened in Kenya with around fintech and so forth. So where, where are the startups, the fintech startups? Where in Africa are the fintech startups? Okay, so yes, so I, I, I realize I missed the question. So 
where most of the startups are based um, right now, South Africa, Kenya, and Nigeria. Those are easily okay. the three largest ecosystems on the continent. And we have emerging ecosystems in Ghana, um, in Morocco, in Egypt, uh, in Uganda, and uh, Ivory Coast and Cameroon. Um, for fintech startups, majority of them are in Nigeria, uh, out of Nigeria, like the majority of the larger ones. Um, and their focus isn't necessarily mobile money, it's more infrastructure based uh, because mm -hmm. the, the infrastructure connecting the financial world and Africa has, well, hadn't been built. Um, so these companies basically build their companies around solving this problem. And they've been very successful at it. Mm -hmm. And um, you talked about healthcare drug discovery. Uh, elaborate a little bit. Is it is it clinical trials? Is it well, where are you seeing the activity around drug discovery? Yeah. So um, this is also really you know one of my one of my favorite areas. Uh, it's really exciting. So it turns out that a lot of um, the, the genetic code of Africans is then incorporated in uh, drug manufacturing. So the bottom line is drugs would be a whole lot better, not for Africans alone, but for the whole world, um, if more of the genome was included in the creation of these drugs. So there's a lot of opportunity there in gathering this data and being able to use it using you know, advanced uh, technologies like quantum machine learning um, to figure out how to extract useful information from that to build better drugs for humanity, all of humanity. So there's an incredible amount of opportunity there. But are there startups that are working on this problem? Correct, yes, there is. So one of them and where is- 54 gene, it's out of Nigeria. So, but they're in, at, I believe, San Francisco right now. Um, and they're tackling this problem. So they're one of the genomics companies on the continent tackling this problem today. And these are, you're saying the concentration is in Nigeria? Sorry, say that again? The concentration is in Nigeria. The activity is in Nigeria. Uh, it's, it's by far the largest country on the continent um, and you know with a really young tech savvy uh, population we do in Nigeria um, today I would say in terms of future outlook in terms of um, just the potential is absolutely the strongest ecosystem uh, there are just so many entrepreneurs here solving so many problems um, and it's a, it's a significant player on the continent. How many entrepreneurs are operating in Nigeria right now? Oh, that, that's hard to say. It's a country of 200 million people. I, I, that's difficult to say. You know, uh, just to give you a proxy, um, in India is a country of 1.3 billion people, and um, I think there are more than 10,000 startups operating in the country right now. So um, it's not easy to get to those numbers, 2,000, right. 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 startups, these are not easy to get to those numbers. Yeah. 
That's correct. Um, in, in America, 70,000 to 100,000 uh, seed financings are happening. So this is a country of 300 million people, and, and, and the numbers are completely different. So it takes a lot of time and a lot of work from the ecosystem to get to those, you know, critical mass of 1,000, 2,000 startups. Very true, very true. And that's why we are working very hard, um, not just Ripple VC, but you know, many of the other venture firms um, and angel networks around the continent working very hard, um, very mission aligned to strengthen the African startup ecosystem and elevate it, um, you know, so it could be a proper global player. Yeah, so all of you uh, VCs operating on Africa are focusing primarily on Nigeria then? Um, no, not necessarily. Uh, there's a, a lot of very strong focus in South Africa as well. Um, South African VC firms focusing on South African companies. Um, and yeah. there are a lot of South African VC firms focusing on the continent. Um, but again, um, just because the majority of the companies come out of Nigeria, Kenya, and South Africa, it's it's, it's, That's the corridor. Yeah, it's not uncommon to find VC firms focusing on just those those three countries. Right. And um, give us maybe a couple of examples of companies that you have invested in, and tell us what is it that about them that is interesting and exciting. Yeah. So I can't I can't disclose too too much, um, but there there are a few interesting companies I can you know say a little bit about. Um, one company enables businesses build and deploy AI powered apps uh, with facial recognition and object detection and APIs, uh, APIs in the cloud and offline. Um, their ability to do that offline is really significant. Um, because not every device is always connected to the internet. <clears throat> As you can imagine, connectivity is not, you know, it's not, um, well, Africa is a pretty big piece of land. Um, so it's difficult to assume that the entire continent will be covered uh, with internet. Uh, but what so is the application of this technology? Sorry? What is the application of this technology? So they're 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 using it for a number. There are a number of different uh, areas that they're applying this test. So one of the easier ones is security, right? Uh, security and uh, in warehousing movement of equipment and robots. Um, that should be that should be doable because those tend to be connected. It's a B, if it's a B two B application, that would be there. The connectivity should not be an issue. Yes. So those applications, yes, require. Uh, so oh, so you you meant for the, the the offline one? Well, the offline one is would be maybe out in the fields, um, you know, out in the rural areas, uh, maybe trying to capture data on just. Try not to give away too much, um, but it just depends on, um, you know, some in some some businesses uh, apply these technologies in more remote areas um, where access to, to internet isn't readily available. Um, the other area is in. If I were, if I were the 
company, I would just scrap all that and focus on the B2B security application and just work on that. And that should be, a, you know, you could build up to a certain amount of revenue with that. And that's what, that's all I would do for the moment. Yeah, that, that's my favorite aspect of it for sure. Uh, but they have, you know, a bunch of customers who are beating down the doors and, you know, looking to cater to them as well, uh, which is fine. Uh, so there's that. Uh, and that is, there's another company. Uh, this one's one. This one's uh, out of South Africa, really. Uh, the first one's out of Nigeria. Second, the second one's out of South Africa, and they use consumer purchase data to provide mm -hmm. uh, retailers and market insight providers with predictive analytics, okay. uh, shopper profiling, targeted marketing, uh, and price optimization, and. <clears throat> and so they're building this out um, and doing tremendously well. So they're, these, these are all seed stage companies, very early stage. Uh, so on the flip side, are, um, are businesses in Africa buying technology readily? Because you're giving all these examples of B2B software. Are yes. the buyers ready? Are the buyers buying? Yes, they are. They are. So these companies are already generating revenue. Good. Great. They're All right. And they have uh, very massive fan bases. <laughs> in fact, they're, they're companies, um, one of these companies, their pilot, their pilot uh, a client um, ran with them for six months, and before the six months was over, it's looking to renew for two to three years. Uh, so they're a business. Great. Very good, very good. It's exciting to hear about what's happening in Africa because, uh, oh, uh, you know, yeah, and it's a ballooning population. So it should be over the next decade, there should be an enormous opportunity uh, coming together. So uh, very, very cool. Well, yeah. Osai, thank you for your insights on, uh, on the African market. I hear that you have to go right after this discussion. Yeah. Um, so thank you for coming today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much.